welcome to today's Just Chopsin podcast. And with David and myself, we have Mackay Gray. And Mackay Gray is also known as the first. Hello, hello. How are you, boys? I'm good. I'm, good. I can see good. you're looking at us in 3D. That's right. That's right. You look lovely in high definition, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> How are so, you, gentlemen? Yeah, we're good, man. Good. good. Where exactly are you? Are you in? Are you in I'm in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, what about you guys? Well, I'm in the Netherlands. Oh, wonderful. And I'm in Wales. Oh, excellent, excellent. Joining all, from all over today. Yeah, we're yeah. all over the world today. Excellent. This is quite a quite a good move. Quite normal. We're gonna try and we're gonna try and get over there in uh, 2024. Okay, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, we don't have the whole we don't have the whole tour planned yet, but it looks like we're gonna fly into Nottingham. Yeah. And uh, and then work our way work our way on down, go through Guernsey and touch land and uh, and see see how far we can make it in uh, in mainland before we run out of money. Thinking of going over to Europe as well. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep, cool. trying to make it over to Europe. Yeah. Oh, well, don't go to Amsterdam first because then you'll definitely run out of money. <laughs> we may end up just living there. We may never come back. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I won't tell you where I live. <laughs> you know, I'm sleeping on my floor for three years. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got enough goodness. money to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I have to gig the whole way back. We've been there before. <laughs> so you've got a new single out called Scary Movie? Yes, yes. It was a ton of fun to make, and uh, the video was even more fun. That comes out this Friday. Oh, right, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's good. What was your inspiration for that song, then? Because I saw a little bit of a story uh, saying it was a true story for you. Or there was, there was. Uh, when I lived in Miami uh, many years ago, I was going, the whole house was glass. Why? Don't fucking ask me. But, you know, it's Miami and everything's, you know, got to be, you know. It's a, anyway, so I'm going to the bathroom. I make it into the bathroom and, and out the window, I see two guys with guns breaking into the door right next to the room I'm in. You know, it's the bathroom and then a room and they're they're breaking into the room. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, uh, what the fuck do you do? You know, so uh, so I thought, hey, maybe if I make some noise. Turn on some lights. Good effort. You know, then I'll let them know, like, hey, you know, people are people are. I I thought maybe they were just trying to break in the other side of the house, thinking nobody was nobody was over there. They were gonna, you know, steal some stuff or something like that. So I make a broadcast. I start running the other direction, like any uh, sane person would. If it's a scary movie, though, then you got to go in the direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the villains, well. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to fall over. Yeah. No, so I <laughs> I went the other direction, which is why I'm here talking to you, and um. Found my roommates, you know, we we uh, huddled in the kitchen because, you know, the whole house was glass. So the kitchen, there were at least the counters you could kind of kind of hide behind. And uh, for the first time in my life, we called the police mm. and uh, they say, OK, you know, stay calm. We'll be right there. I think, OK. And uh, we wait, we wait. Nobody shows up. So you think, oh, shit. OK. You know, so so we call them again. Hey, right, OK. Don't know if you remember us. There's two fucking guys with guns breaking into the house. Uh, could use some help. Thanks. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, stay calm. Stay calm. We'll be right there. Nobody shows up again. So there, there was three of us. So we all got knives, and uh, and just started exploring. And thankfully, uh, nobody, nobody was there. They no. had, uh, they had, they had broken in the back where I had seen. But uh, you know, I think with the ruckus and. 
Uh, well, you're lucky they didn't shoot anyone. Yeah, I know. I mean, we had knives; they had guns. I mean, we, we stood no chance. Yeah, but the thing is, if you're in a if you're in a glass house, one shot on the whole house would have come down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the best we could have done is maybe offer them a meal, uh, a hot sandwich, maybe a place to crash. You know. Oh, you could have tricked them and told them yeah, they want big yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a drink or something. You know, get them drunk. Uh, yeah. Very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, that's not good, is it? That's no, no. We don't tend to have stuff like that. So, because I, where I live in Wales, is really, really quiet. Really is quiet. it? Yeah, I mean, we, we got a police station. I don't. I think we probably got about two policemen in it. There's, there's, not, there's very few police. Like, you never see them out on the roads or anything. It's super quiet. Now, do they carry guns? Because I've heard, like in in uh, in most of the UK, the police don't carry guns. No, they don't. know. they okay. got um, truncheons and mace. I say it okay. Like. Well, and you know, That's then there's true. a lot less people being accidentally killed, incidentally. Too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the Netherlands. Yeah, and, and that's. I think that's a good thing. You know, that's that's a big hot button issue in America right now. Um, and right personally, now. I, I think I think the less guns, the better. Personally, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, I wouldn't say right now. I mean, gun problems have been a problem for a long time, haven't it? It is. And it seems like well, it's only going to get worse and worse, I guess. It is, it is. And I guess what I mean by right now is it's really starting to come into the public. Well, it's, I guess it's been in the public forum for a long time. But, um, you know, as, as different demographics move up and things like that, it, it becomes more of a, a issue that seems to be actually coming to the uh, forefront of the debate a little more. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, obviously, it's very public outside of the U.S. Yeah. You know? Is it? Yeah, it is. I can yeah, imagine. Because yeah. every single tragedy really is um reported on because yeah. it's quite a big story i mean everyone i think everyone else in the world thinks you're all mad to be honest the, you know they are they are you know what's uh what's even crazy it's, it's it's really divided in half um you have half the countries walking around with guns and and saying crazy shit and living like it's you know hundreds of years ago. And then you have the other half that's going, "What the fuck is going on? Get get me the fuck out of here!" Or or we got to try and fix this or talk about this. Um, obviously, the latter is is where we fall, uh, and that, and that can be a bit maddening too because sometimes you feel like you're just kind of screaming into the abyss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You probably you know. can't afford not to have a gun either, then though. So you know, it's uh, it's a bit of a like bit of a catch twenty. It's tricky. You need something to defend yourself as well. So it's very tricky. Where we used to live in East Nashville, we uh, we had to move outside the city, but uh, but for almost a decade, we were we were you know right there, uh, just minutes from downtown, and almost every night there was gun gunshots and shootings and um, you know a lot of gang related stuff. It wasn't uh, I guess gentrified the way it is now. Like a lot mm. of cities, I'm sure you know what was once. A rougher part of town becomes, you know, the hip coffee shops. And, you know, yeah. you're like, how did this happen? You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah. it did, it did, and uh, and we left after the tornadoes. But um, but yeah, it's it's an issue. So it's always interesting hearing from from folks like yourself. Uh, yeah. Seems a bit crazy to the outside world, to be honest. Yeah, just yeah, farmers have them over here. I say yeah. farmers, farmers' guns, farmers' have guns, okay. <laughs> farmers' mums. That's about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, see, that's how I grew up. You know, I grew, I grew up down in Florida, um, which is kind of, kind of almost like an island state. You know, here, which honestly is probably even crazier. It has a, it has a reputation amongst the states mm. for being one of the craziest states. Um, 
but that's how it was down there. It was all farmland and, you know, somebody would have, you know, a, a rifle. There were coyotes and things like that. Um, you know, bobcats, occasionally like a panther. So, you know, occasionally they would have, have a firearm like that. But uh, but moving to the city, I feel like there's really no need for that kind of. But, you know, in Florida, they don't pay tax, do they? No, not uh, not state tax. No. And um, they do in- income tax, though. Oh, OK. Yeah, they, they do income tax. Yeah. So what sort of tax don't they pay? Because I always hear on the radio because uh, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts. Uh... I I think they feel bad for them, you know, because there's all the alligators and alligators are always eating babies and dogs. And, uh, and uh, you know, Scream. I, I just found out Scream, the movie, is based in my hometown. I had no fucking clue this whole time. No, oh, right, okay. We, we were filming scary movie and recreating these these uh, scenes, uh, not uh, from from that movie per se, but uh, but referencing it for sure. And then come to find out, it's it was uh, based on the Gainesville Ripper. Uh, so that that's what I say. I think they feel sorry sorry for them uh, that their children are being eaten by alligators. I I'm, I shouldn't say that with a smile. <laughs> that's not funny. Um, it's a crazy place. If yeah, you come to yeah, the yeah. states, I say go to New York maybe or. Uh, L.A. or Nashville. Come to Nashville. We'd love to have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been to San Francisco. Uh, San Fran is great. Yeah, it's very yeah, love cosmopolitan, it. if you like. It is. Is it? It is. We got some. We have some wild San Fran stories. There's there's a place called Tenderloin, and uh, before we went there, you know, uh, you know, friends and fans and stuff. They said, okay, you know, have a great time in city, you know, but but after the gig stuff, don't wander into Tenderloin. Okay, okay. Easy, easy to remember, you know. And uh, sure enough, accidentally we wandered right into Tenderloin, and uh, and and in broad daylight, people are are shooting up on the sidewalk. People are oh, smoking, really? people are smoking crack in the middle of the street. Um, and and you're like, wow, uh, is there a cop or anything? And you look, and you're like, oh yeah, there was a cop, but he was he was a hundred yards away dealing with something way worse. <laughs> And you're like, holy shit, man! It was just, there was just, it was, uh, it was gnarly. It was one yeah. of the gnarliest. It was. I thought it was gnarlier than L.A. To be honest with you. Seriously. Uh, yeah, oh. I did. Yeah, because yeah. L.A.'s got a bit of a reputation. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. It can it can get pretty gnarly. But I didn't come on here to talk about all that. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I got another question to ask you. Actually, hit me, sir. You brought out a single called Geronimo. Yes. Yes. And you record it with a band called Just the Right. Absolutely. Love those guys. Okay, how did that come about? Well, it's it's a bit of a long story. Um musically I was actually inspired by Just a Ride. Um they had released their full-length record. Mm-hmm. And it was just killer front to back. And, you know, it reminded me of like Velvet Revolver, but like a lot of different bands, a lot of different bands from that era. I know they kind of get pigeonholed with that. So it's, it's it was a little bit more broad than that. Um, so musically, I, I was inspired by like other people are picking up on this this grunge stuff again, too, because um, in the States, it wasn't hitting as hard as I think it was over there. Okay. So when I saw what they were doing and Salkura and, and and some of those other bands, um, I was I was inspired. You know, lyrically, our guitar tech of of well, my friend of fifteen years, he committed or uh, uh, died by suicide, mm-hmm. um, and that was that hit us pretty hard. You know, because he was uh, he was always the life of the party. 
You know, he he was that kind of guy, not the kind of guy you would expect that that type of thing from. Um, so I was pretty moved by that. And a lot of our songs in the past, we've donated, you know, whatever the profits were to charity because, you know, at, at this level, it's like nobody's getting rich. And um, it's nice to do something for for something other than your band. You know, I think a lot of bands that, you know, they get so caught up in, you know, play my song, do the, you know, it's like, so that, that was the thing behind Geronimo was, was, you know, the money went to, uh, AFPS, um, you know, we got to get some kind of closure with the fans, like as much as you can, Yeah, you know, as much as you can, um, you know, pay, pay some homage to Josh and, and connect with these, these bands that, um, inspired us. In the yeah, first place, okay. I guess. So when they said yes, I, I was really, really excited about it. it wasn't It wasn't like, uh, oh, cool, you know, just for promotion or anything like that. I was I was excited because, like I said, they really inspired. Uh, we were messing with that grungy stuff on Prelude, and then it was like, you know, they kind of took it to the next level, and it was like, oh man, let's. I yeah, wanted yeah, to be yeah. part of it, you know. So yeah, it was almost yeah. like a modern Temple of the Dog type. Yeah, yeah. Tribute. We know uh, we know Rod and Drew. We've had them on the podcast before. <sighs> Love those guys. Well, they're going to come over and play America. Okay. Um, we just we just met via Zoom last week, and uh, and we're supposed to come over and and do the tour with them. So ah uh, right, okay. Cool. So yeah, you can do, like yeah. gig swap. Uh, That's right. That's right. Thing. So sooner yeah. or later, we're going to see you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can get on with Boy George. You know, uh, Drew plays for Boy George as well. Yes, man. He's got quite a, a prolific career. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a really good guitar player. He is. He is. And a funny, funny, funny guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we had him on, the, he just got over COVID, hadn't he, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, did yeah. he still have it? Because I put him in COVID jail, oh, I think, on the video. Oh, oh no. <laughs> How did it get him? Did he get a heavy bout or? I don't think so. I don't think he was that okay. bad, was he? he was okay. Too bad. He didn't seem too bad, did he? Okay. No, no, no. How did, how did you guys yeah. fare? Did you get it pretty bad or? I did, yeah. Terry did, did, yeah. yeah. Nearly, nearly yeah. killed him. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That but was uh, bad now. Got it. Got it. I no, was he... yeah, I, I surprised I fared pretty bad. I have asthma. Okay. I've had asthma for years, so it kicked my ass. We made it years without getting it. And then one of my wife's coworkers, she got it, gave it to us and it knocked us out. I was out for two, three months, and then I got a concussion right at the end of it. So I was out for a long time. Oh, did you get a concussion? Yeah. Yeah, it was my own fault, though. I knocked myself out. <laughs> or did you, like, swing for your misses and missed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, let, uh, let me let me say that she could easily knock my ass out. She's uh, she's she's from New York City, and, and I love that. I love that about her. No, uh, <clears throat> no, it was dark, and um, and there's a door that'll close on you. In the house, you know, you know how sometimes doors are off center from the house and they're just gravitate. And um, I had guys, it's, it's kind of a long story. I had the, I had this lesion on my side that I didn't want the door to hit. The door was going to close into it. So in the dark at three, four five in the morning, I jumped to make it through the closing door. Again, sparing a lot of the backstory here. But instead yeah. of making it through the door, I leapt right into the uh, the door frame, okay. which oh, okay. were uh, <laughs> pretty solid, uh, you know, like oak and that kind of thing, and just knocked my ass right out. And uh, 
the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, so you never really recovered. <laughs> yeah, it, it took a while. It took a while. Still recovering. <laughs> you should have had that big uh, that photograph I've seen of you on the on the internet with that with big the hair. See, that would have saved me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah what I, that would have saved me. Because that's what happened to me. I mean, I used to have, yeah. when I was a kid. I used to have a big Mohican. Yeah, oh yeah. Haircut, oh yeah. And um, somebody decided to whack me around the back of the head with a pool cue. Oh shit, man! And I never even felt it to be honest. All I heard was this big crack. I heard oh this, my god! Downstairs in the steer, it was Dave. I think I, I remember if Gary was working or not. I don't. Mm. But he, he whacked this kid, whacked me with his pool cue. It broke completely in half over my oh, head. Oh! And I just, shit. I just went. I thought because the noise, <laughs> the noise was immense. Yeah. I was like, yeah, crack. I, oh. I thought, what the fuck was that? And then one of my mates was stood on the other side of me, and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And this kid was just standing there with half a pool cue in his eye going, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hmm. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, was he a, was he a buddy or or an enemy or? The guy that hit me, I didn't even know yeah. who he was. Yeah. He just hit oh me, and, uh, and then he got, like, escorted out. <laughs> oh my God! What a what a story, man! In a very uh, <laughs> kind way. <laughs> it's a very it's a very nice pub anyway, or it used to be. They've reopened it now. It's like a, I think they put a, like a coffee shop down there or something because it's been oh, closed okay. for years and years and years. Yeah, I think it's like um, a bit like Weatherspoons. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that sort of vibe. Maybe yeah. a little bit posher. I'm not really sure, but I think it's supposed to be quite posh. Yeah, yeah I've seen some photos. Come brown. Are you coffee drink? Are you coffee drinkers? Because I know no, a lot tea. outside the U.S. are not. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's what I hear. Yeah, tea with milk. Yeah, yeah. Nope. That sounds I good. Have, that sounds I have good. no milk. Oh yeah, you don't have milk, do you? But most of Europe don't, don't drink. Yeah, milk, yeah. So. yeah. We uh, yeah, we grew up with tea as kids. Yeah, as an as an adult, I found coffee. Um, so I, I drink them both, but. I'm trying to do less caffeine. I have a lot of natural energy. So I wouldn't, already, have, I, I, wouldn't I couldn't guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, I got heart palpitations already. So uh well, just thinking about easy. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> working on water. Working on Yeah, water. me too. That's it. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. So um you collab with quite a few people. Who who in the world would you love to collab with? Any any of the big stars, anybody? Yeah, yeah. There's so many names that come to mind. I've been really into this guy Oliver Tree lately because he's he seems to be doing kind of exactly what we're doing, where rock and pop and alternative and uh, I guess a little bit electronic, almost kind of meet. Um, hell, I've seen Nine Inch Nails is doing collaborations, so I'll I'll put that one out. I'll put that one out now. Oh, okay. Um. I feel like a lot of folks are doing collaborations now. Yeah, um, yeah. That that kind of seems to be the thing. Yeah, well, you yeah. got a lot of a lot of the girls going into rock as well, like um, Ariana Grande and Lady yeah, Gaga, and they're all yeah. they all seem to be doing songs with some of the big rock bands, don't they? Yeah, that seems to be the thing. I think uh, Olivia Rodrigo seemed to kind of bring the guitar back. I think for 
a lot of that demographic, I think. But I think also the difference now is like like when I was coming up, you had there was a few female shredders, you know, Orianthi mm-hmm. was probably one of the best. But now there's so many kick ass female players coming up. Um uh, hell our bass player is is uh is an awesome female. Um, which is great because she can sing all the high the high harmonies that uh you know the guys are struggling with. Um so yeah, no, no, no complaints there. I've I've uh worked with a handful of female musicians. We actually did a, a duet that uh, unfortunately had to get shelved um with negotiations with the artist publisher, which was kind of a shame because the song was already finished and mixed and mastered. Um and you know. That's that's just the name, the nature of the business mm-hmm. sometimes. So, so wait, have, have you actually got a band or do you? Because um, most of the stuff I see is like, I mean, also you call yourself a so, first. Yeah. So it started out as a band. It started out as kind of a, well, I didn't call it a super group, but that's kind of what they called it because we were all higher guns for, for different bands. Jeff was in Insane Clown Posse. Nathan was in Taking Back Sunday. Andrew Leahy was playing with Butch Walker. Um, you know, I was playing with John King and Kid Brunswick and stuff like that. Um, and also, I, I think later on, I was doing a lot of writing on uh, what they call Music Row here, which is, you know, essentially where all the, the publishers are. And mm-hmm. I was writing at a place called Demolition almost every day. And I think we all needed kind of an outlet, um, you know, just to just to kind of get the get the mojo out or whatever, because when you're a hired gun – you're not there for your opinions. You're not there for your musical tastes. You're not there for anything you might add. You're there just to play the part how it is. And, you know, some artists maybe want, you know, they'll as I call it, give you the nod, uh, you know, meaning, you know, take off for, on a solo or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so we needed a creative outlet. And um, that's kind of where it where it started. And then when COVID happened, COVID happened. Um, we were also hit by the tornadoes, so we couldn't – I mean, our house we lived in for a decade where sort of the headquarters in East Nashville was uh, – we were lucky. You know, our neighbor's houses were flattened and stuff like that, but it was it was, it was was red-taped. We couldn't live there anymore. It was off the foundation and falling apart and stuff like that. So we were homeless for about six months. Um, neither, neither myself or my wife had, you know, really relationships with our families, so it's not like, you know, we couldn't – just go stay at our parents or anything like that. Um, so we ended up finding this farm we could live in uh, up in Kentucky. And, uh, you know, mo- the rest of the band was still in Nashville. And and so then it, it just became me out of necessity. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but then it kind of surfaced that I had played everything on, on most of the songs up until kind of uh, those guys had joined. So it was like, the early songs up until what was it? Uh, Rules was me, you know, playing everything, drums and vocals and all that stuff. And then from Rules to, um, well, I, I guess Rules had everybody, and then there was a couple more singles, and then Duh had everybody, and so it was a little, a little spotty. But like Tarantino and Ammo and stuff, that was that was me playing everything. So there was always kind of that. Uh, you know, is it a band? Is it a guy? A, a lot like Nine Inch Nails, you know. Mm. Um, also, because a lot of the the other guys, you know, again, they had they had day jobs. Uh, what well, we all did at the time. Um, 
you know, I just, I wanted to make this my, uh, full-time gig and I definitely don't fault them for doing it. They still come back and play. So that, that's kind of, that is, I get, I guess essentially I've become the first, not that I would ever <laughs> call myself that. Uh, and then, you know, live, obviously it's, it's the entity with more or less, usually most of the, most of the guys and girls. All right. Okay. Okay. So there's yeah, probably a longer it's... explanation than you want <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I no, I was just wondering because uh, I see a lot of your stuff with you on your own, and then uh, yeah. I wasn't really sure about the rest of the band, you know. But have you known the rest of the band for a long time then? Oh my god, long, like long, up? long time. Yeah, no, I would say grow up, but about a decade. Okay. We all came up in Nashville, Nashville together. Um, you know, which when you're starting out in a town like that, and then you know you kind of find your, find your way, find your place, earn your stripes, mm. whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a unique type of bond that, that, you know, you share with those people of, yeah, I remember when we were scrounging the streets and now, you know, we're, you know, playing on these records and doing these tours and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's always great to see those guys. Yeah. Cause you see like a lot of singer songwriters, if you like head towards Nashville, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they do. You know, a decade ago when we showed up here, it wasn't so much the case. Um, it was still very much country and and big country money, and which is okay because that's right. That was right at the time when every country band had to have a, a rock guitar player, so that was yeah, that was yeah. fine. Um, but it's become something very different now. Okay. There's there's a different type of rock scene evolving here that didn't exist. So I I think it's a good thing. You yeah, know? okay. And so is it um. I mean, you obviously still got the countryside going on. Sure, 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 sure. But I think I think the rock was almost a reaction to that. You know, what's a little odd is now it, the the rock scene is here, starting to get uh, to the point where bigger people are starting to show up. Like you know, Chris Daughtry and Lizzie Hale are showing up to Grunge Nine at the basement, or you know, shit like that. That's a little weird um, because that wasn't always the case. Hmm. You know. But um, but you know, I think I think it's great. I think it's great because it it brings a lot of attention to people that wouldn't have it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know. So, yeah, we because we've spoken to a few people from Nashville. Actually, I mean, we spoke mm-hmm. to um, like the Mother Truckers and oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. also Caitlin mm-hmm. Cock. Also, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, yeah, and they all. I mean, I know the Mother Truckers have moved back from uh, Nashville now. They've gone back to San Fran, actually. Okay. Okay. They feel like it's being invaded all the, by, the, yeah. by the no fun police. It is, you know, and that's why we got out of the city. Um, we were thinking about making the transition to the West Coast, right, as it started burning down. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, we still get out there uh, pr- pretty often. But uh, that's our, our drummer, Jeff, his, he grew up out there. So we're out there a bit. But uh, but it's, you know, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville is home. Yeah. OK, cool. So what have you got coming next musically then? I mean, well, <clears throat> we're dropping Scary Movie, the music video. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, did I send you guys a preview of that yet, or no? No, it's, it's okay. Well, I will. It's it's pretty epic. Um, it features our first kill scenes. We've never had any kill scenes. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so that's going to premiere on uh, on Friday, January twentieth, and then uh, about a month after that, we'll be dropping a new single, which I can't talk about oh, too right. much yet. <laughs> Oh, but you're the secret. first. You're the first to hear about it, though. So it's not a secret. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. We don't get told any secrets on this show. Uh, well, you we got the you anyway. got the first one. We cool. got another. <laughs> we got another track in about a month. 
are you are you looking to pull together a a, a new album? Because obviously the last album was yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. And again, a lot of that was just because, you know, we were homeless for about six months. And then once we got into the new studio, it took it took a, at least a month or two to get everything housed back in here. And then really a month or two to get the sound um, back, really. So uh, so that was the big delay. And then also the the collaborate the duet with the female artist that took that took months out. So that's I know a lot of folks were like, God, why is it taking so long between albums? Um, yeah, that's well, we why. Had COVID as well. That's why, and co and COVID and a concussion. But um, but the album is done. I'm super excited about it, and I can say that we'll be dropping a new single almost every month this year. Okay. Well, I know what it's called, Dave. I know what the album's going to be called. <laughs> do you? I do. COVID and concussion. <laughs> it's not going to be called alcohol and cigarettes. It's going to be COVID and concussion. No, no, no. That's the live band name. It's the first <laughs> and the COVID concussions. <laughs> <laughs> and that's trademarked with you guys. So, uh, so you'll no, get full yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trademarked on air. You get full rights. <laughs> so go back to your grunge, uh, your grunge thing then. I mean, who yes, were your sir. main inspirations? Well, obviously, I grew up on Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Um, oh, my God. I'll tell you, one of the best live shows we ever saw was the Melvins. I mean, it was polarizing. We saw them here in Nashville uh, uh, before Legendary Club called Exit Inc. closed down. And uh, what was different about the Melvins concert was nobody talked, nobody moved, nobody moshed, nobody took a piss. You know, nobody went to the bar. Everybody was like hit hypnotized just just jaws on the floor um just watching them um i can definitely say the records or or anything on youtube just doesn't do it justice there was something something about it mm-hmm. i took my wife at the time she had never heard them and uh and was just i mean she, you know she left like a super fan you know with the t-shirt and everything you know it was even even to an outsider it was uh it was something special okay have you always been into like a grunge scene or yeah 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 i, I mean yeah I, I grew up on that you know i'm i'm a 2000s kid man so growing up on uh, i mean that was all over rock radio i think i think that music had a longer legacy than a lot of other eras I think it retained I think it retained its punch and its relevancy because you know then playing Nirvana 10 or 15 years after it was still 100% current and competitive you know mm-hmm. I would say only only has it been I would say maybe 2020 onward has it become where that sound is now classic you know? Yeah, but it seems to be making a bit of a revival. I mean, oh, absolutely, and I and I think you'll hear like on the new record. I wanted to pay homage to that. We brought the eight oh eights in, you know, and and some of those things of like, hey, let's 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 update this sound and keep it going, you know. Mm. Um, that's my take on it. You know, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, especially in the UK. I mean, like I said, you got just a ride. Yeah, you've got, you've got a band called Muddy Brook. I don't know if you've heard absolutely. Of them. Absolutely, yeah. Honeycub. I think yes, yeah. I think they're over there. Um, well, we love uh, Coastal Fire Department from Guernsey. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played them on the radio last week, actually. Oh, excellent! I was going to say you uh, you should definitely check them or you know check them out. Have them on if you haven't yet. 
Well, thanks again for having having me on as as one of the first of the new year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're actually our second, so. Oh, first, ex- the first and second, you know, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you got any wild tour stories you can tell us? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's there's too many. You know, I'll tell you, I've told this one before, but it's in my opinion. Uh, it's it's one of the – well, okay, I've, I've got two. I've got two for you. Um. <clears throat> The first was on the Jägermeister tour with Portugal the Man, and there were these these speakers, uh, column, uh, speak uh, line arrays, I guess you would call them, you know, the yeah, stacks, yeah. and uh, you know, and 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 I was a bit younger, and um, so I I climbed the uh, the line array, the speaker stacks, um, you know, I, I guess doing my best, Eddie Vedder or or Chris Cornell, what have you, um, except that I had these these uh, platform Italian leather boots. Okay. And and I and when I got to the top, I slipped, and um and and obviously you know that was, that was pretty high up. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. That wasn't the main concern. After I slipped on the way down, my nuts hit the corner metal caster of the line array. Boom! <laughs> right in the crotch, and then. You know, fall back. Luckily, the crowd caught me because they just thought like, oh, he just climbed the line array and now he's crowd surfing. <laughs> but I legitimately Styled slipped. it up. Did it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, straight jackass style. Just clipped right in the ball sack. And, uh, and luckily, the crowd, they kept me surfing long enough to just oh, groan, groan it out. So by the time they threw me back on stage to start playing again, uh, <laughs> I could kind of fake it off, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I meant to do that, but I, I was still limping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called falling with style. That's cool. right. That's right. And the other one was uh, with Sean Kingston uh, for the Rock and Roll Marathon in Tampa. This was this was also years ago, and um, and in Soundcheck, uh, uh, you know, you're you're there in the morning, you know, and it's you know the the exactly what you'd expect, you know, the massive type, you know, stage with the arrays and the lighting trusses mm-hmm. and everything. But you know, it's empty at that point. So we're sound checking, you know, for later in the day and everything, and uh, and somehow my. Uh, nearly new. I won't. I can't say brand new, but within six months, Mesa Boogie Stiletto Ace, a two twelve amplifier, was plugged into the lighting trusses. Have okay. electrical boxes that dangle, and somebody thought that was the outlet, and that's where the Mesa Boogie got plugged into, and it caught on fire. Yeah, and when I mean it. on fire i'm like you know sound guys going guitar and i'm thinking huh that's weird no sound i'm like why do i smell smoke and i turn around and there are flames just coming out and smoke and it's like holy shit you know somebody come over to the fire <laughs> and uh and somehow nobody ever ever took credit for or uh where or how or or what the hell happened when they get it, yeah. plugged into it and of course, oh. it was you know just out of warranty. So uh, yeah, I, I, that's why nobody. <laughs> claimed yeah, <it. laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I ended up having to di the guitar for that show, which oh, was nightmare. talk about a, a guitarist nightmare. And yeah. you know somehow it it turned out okay. I even got compliments, you know, by by people that you know hadn't people in the crew that hadn't showed up yet and heard about them. But oh, you know, and, uh, and you're like you're you're fucking with me, right? <laughs> No, no, it sounds more like the record that way. And they're like, oh, well, you know, yeah, DI yeah. must have stuff on the record. So, 
Yeah, 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 I guess. It's not like for the bass player to DI, but lead guitar. <laughs> I put the guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your go to guitar then? What are your what are your favorite guitars to play? That's hard to say. Um, you know, I guess online I'm a bit notorious for playing the hubcap guitar. Um which surprisingly sounds a lot better than most folks think. It 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 really does sound, you know, it's a heavy metal guitar. Um, but it, it, it's difficult to keep in tune. So if we're playing a show that's longer than a couple songs, I'll use uh, probably Fender Telly. Um, the pro modern player has the humbucker in the back, so I'll use that or uh, PRS Custom Twenty Four. I've had I've had that for over a decade, probably. Um, but uh, so far, the folks at Fender have you know been a little. More gracious to us, so oh, no, right, okay. players, yeah. that's nice. That's, cool. they're, that's good. They're, they're good. Um, and they own Gretsch too. That's our bass player who plays Gretsch. Mm. Um, he's that on a lot of the record. That and a music man for the bass. Okay. Um, nice guitar. Yeah, Gretsch, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they'll get the job done. But you know, we've got some other stuff. Like I used the Schachter on a couple of the songs. Um, one of those Diamond Series ones that have the two the two humbuckers, kind of that Avenged Sevenfold type thing. Um, so for the heavier stuff, maybe that, um, there's actually, there's a new song coming out that, um, the pickup on the PRS was broken, but I liked the way it sounded and it, and it ended up making the record it, instead of a humbucker, the, the back humbucker was turned into almost sounds like a, uh, uh, AM radio type effect with the scoop DQ oh, and, okay. uh, and then I'm playing it on, on one of the new songs and it had this really cool, uh, almost sounded like a Vox amp cranked all the way up. Sort of that sort of harsh Beatles, uh, top end for like AC 30 kind of sound. Yeah. So now I have to keep, now I have to keep the guitar broken to keep this. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. Keep the, all by an AC 30. <laughs> it's, it's my most expensive guitar and it has to stay broken forever now. <laughs> So for you to be sponsored then, I mean, you must, well, it sounds like you play with some pretty big artists, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, to be honest, without naming any names, um, I didn't find that experience to be particularly gratifying. If anything, I found I found that experience to be um, a bit degrading at times. So, and that's kind of what the first was born out of was let's, let's, uh, you know, just, just put the murky musical past behind us and, uh, and start a project where, where pretty much anything's the limit. If you look at any first song, um, every song is different. Yeah, There'll be yeah. no two songs that sound like genre wise or lyrically or thematically, um, and on the new record, I'll, I'll give you guys another exclusive on the new record. Um, it is a concept record. So there's actually the storyline of a character that each song is, is different because, you know, shit's happening okay. to the character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's like getting that crazy for the character. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like, I like things with a story. I think. Uh... Cool. Cool. Cheers. I think you guys will like it. Yeah. 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 It'd be cool, man. Do you ever get over the same? I don't know. Do you think you ever got over your COVID? Um, Were you ever the same after? Uh, definitely not. Not a, no, not at the moment. No, no. no. It's been like how long's it now been now? Almost two oh, years, Dave. Yeah, gotta yeah. be on there. Yeah, it really, really affected me actually. Yeah, it's gotta be. I, I believe be, it. I couldn't barely walk after three months. I was like, oh my god. But um, it's uh, and that was what was so crazy about that was how differently it hit everybody. Mm. 
in yeah, a yeah. Well, when you've got genetically modified diseases uh, being pumped into the air, by the shit's government. bound to <laughs> shit's bound to go fucking wild, right? Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, yeah, yeah. Oh, again. Yeah, the lasting effects are different for everybody, you know. I mean, my my chest is still a bit tight now, and I had it. When did I have it? Just before Christmas. Yeah, I went and watched Guns and Roses, okay. didn't I? And I caught it. Oh when no! I went to London, so I came back from London. I had it within a couple of days of coming back, and then the missus caught it off me about oh. a week later. So I think it might have been September, October. We went down there. Now, was that your first or second time? First time, first and first only time. time. Okay, okay, yeah, same. Yeah, I've seen. only had it, only had it yeah. the once, I think. Yeah, but I was probably bedridden for maybe three days. Okay. And then I had a pending okay. headache the one day, and then I started working from home then. So I wasn't. Oh wow! Okay. I wasn't really, really bad with it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like a not Terry for six. Yeah. Really right. Well, you, you should have gone to hospital, really, shouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Should I was have afraid. gone to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was too. That was it. I wouldn't. Have. Hey, don't yeah. go on the ventilators. That's no. what they found out. No. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wouldn't go in. Yeah. Yeah. Being asthmatic, I was I had there was one day, uh, especially here where it gets real hot and our air conditioner went out at that time, too. So it was just it was so hot. And uh, and my wife had uh, the, the good idea to, to cover my chest in ice bags and that kind of mm. brought the swelling down. So if you find yourself, I've been telling folks that if you find yourself in in that type of situation, it saved my life. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa- passing it along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. oh, I had to keep moving. I did so. Did you? Is that what kept you? Yeah, because I I knew if they put me in a bed, I was a goner. Got it. You know, got it. I, my um, my oxygen saturation levels were working in reverse. Oh wow! So when I was resting, my oxygen saturation levels were going down. Wow! And um, because I I was checking it all the time. Holy and shit! I, I ended up in a in um, emergency in the hospital. Wow! And they were like, oh, you got to stay in," and I was like. I know if I don't keep moving, I'm fucking, I'm a goner. Damn, yeah, yeah. I keep moving. Yeah, yeah. But now you've got all this wild stuff coming out about the vaccines as well. Well, I've got my fourth one tomorrow. Don't do it. Okay. We got ours a while ago. There's, you know, who knows what to trust anymore? My goodness, who knows who to trust? Listen to Joe Rogan. Or I've had three, and I've had a, and I've had COVID once, but um, I got another booster because I'm because I'm fifty. Okay. Yeah. Fifty and above, we we get another booster before the rest of the population. So either they're going to try and kill us off, yeah, that's because <laughs> no. they killed all the old ones off in the in the um, rest homes. Bless them. Oh so, man, uh, I know. I don't know. We'll just see, but. Uh, I know it's wild stuff, isn't it? Who knows? Who knows what to think anymore? Yeah, well, you got all these different stories coming out. I mean, I heard a story the other day was uh, if you have three, if you've had three of the mRNA vaccinations, mm-hmm. that it actually works against you if you catch COVID again. I could believe it, man. I could see that because it's genetically the way it, the it's genetically uh, I can't say modified. I don't know what the right word is, really, but the way it's made genetically, it it contradicts everything. Gotcha. So we're actually... not doctors. Everybody watching this, we're not doctors. No, no, no. I'm not giving medical <laughs> advice. But... <laughs> what's the what's the MN? Because I I had two Astrovenegas. Yeah. Which were like the Oxford, which they said nobody should have because they were 
creating loads of blood clots and everything in the UK. Yeah, a higher yeah. percent of blood clots. And then for my third one, then I had a Pfizer, which is kind of like a, I think it was a hodgepodge of different ones. Yeah, well, yep, the Pfizer yep. and the Moderna were mRNA. Okay. And the other two were DNA. Okay. So the two change your DNA and the other two fuck your DNA up, apparently. <laughs> Oh. And we live we live to tell the tale, boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean I only I have only had one vaccination to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I mean I well, got now really I mean Ill. we all got it now. That's what we keep saying. It's like, well, we all got it now, so Yeah, well that's the thing, you know, I, I really believe in like herd immunity. Because the more you keep vaccinating people with a vaccination that doesn't actually work, the more times it's gonna mutate. Yeah. Yeah, I think things are crazy. I think around here they were saying uh, the flu or or uh, or something, some kind of virus had overtaken it uh, in terms of uh, you know circulation. So you're like, I don't. Well, the flu does every year, doesn't it? The flu kills plenty it of is. people. You know? yeah, it does. Right. Yeah, and it, and it mutates every year as well. Doesn't it? Yeah, so have a new jab. But uh... I got it two years on the road and still played. It, that's that sucks having a gig with the flu. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. Uh... A lot of people think they have the flu, but they don't really have the flu. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, see, you get the uh, the Tama flu within the first, you know, twenty four hours. It's not so bad. Okay. So yeah, no, I'm not one of those people that drives me crazy. Like people that call a headache a migraine or a cold a flu. No, 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 no. There's big, 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 big difference. No, yeah, no. it is. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. But you know, when you got a contract, it don't matter if you got the flu or not. Yeah, you gotta get out there, man. You gotta get out and you play. You gotta get there. You gotta be there. So, so you're looking forward to going out with your own band? I'm excited. We got April seventh coming up, Nashville. That's our first hometown show in Nashville in years and years and years and years. We kind of tested the water uh, last. What was it? Fall. We got back out there, um, and that was a blast. That was a ton of fun. We went. We went down to Florida. And um, and kick some alligators, kick some alligators, (laughs) smash some guitars on them, (laughs) have a few on stage, you know, make some shoes out of them. (laughs) That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, excellent, (laughs) excellent shoes. Um, yeah, no, it it was a blast. And honestly, we came back from that trip and went, Oh my god, we got to book some dates. So, so we've got Nashville in April, and uh, that's all I can say now. But there's going to be a bunch more dates we're going to cover most. Uh, well, hell, I, I, I'm already tripping myself up. We're going to cover most of the U.S. probably uh, this summer, and then I, I've given I've given you fair warning. We're coming at you uh, 24. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be, be cool. Ready. Yeah, that'd be good. Just we'll get you back on before. Then. Boys, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Jump on, see some of each other's songs and things like that. You know. That'd so. be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, actually, Absolutely. that's what I was going to ask you. Was Geronimo on Just a Rides album as well? No, I don't think it was. That was that was actually our bad. We didn't we didn't realize some of the uh, the paperwork. There was it was actually would have been oh. quite 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 simple. <laughs> yeah, it would have. Yeah. <laughs> <To> have been... <laughs> After that's uh, that that's that's become a big uh, a big thing in our camp. You know of uh, that that would have been quite easy to do. So <laughs> yeah, I was thinking because I remember when Just to Ride brought the album out because the album's called Just to Ride, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I was thinking, uh, trying to think of the track list in earlier, and I, I, I was thought Geronimo was on there, but we had just missed the timing deadline, and uh, and we didn't realize they had to be a primary artist, not a featured artist. Okay, which I didn't realize was even a thing because there's, you know, how they're listed. It says like the first comma, just a word, comma, yeah, yeah. so okay. 
it, that's still how it looks when they're a primary artist versus a feature artist. So yeah, yeah I, I didn't, mean, I didn't even know, I didn't even know that that was a thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. Either. So yeah. It's so it's easy enough to turn the, turn the names around, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It yeah. can be just ride the well, first and Yeah, right, exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah it, it's a funny world we're living in, but honestly, I, I love all this col- this collaboration environment we're in. Um it's it's so much easier now to just, you know. I mean, that's how the kid Brunswick uh a lot of that stuff was like uh on his song Bipolar Rhapsody. You know, which is I think I think still one of his top five songs on Spotify. But you know, I recorded that twelve string guitar part uh, at that farm in Kentucky I was telling you about when mm-hmm. we were homeless. You know, and um, not even sure if it was going to wind up on the record. You know, because that was a Universal Island record, and Jacob Manson was producing it. And then the record came out, and there, you know, there was. Um, yeah. So that's that's I I love that because you could be anywhere now. And yeah, he yeah. was in London, and the same when he was jumped on our track. He was in London. We were well by that point. We were back in Nashville, um, but uh, it's just yeah. it's just a ton of fun. So the wonders of technology. I know, I know. I tell you, I I miss the days when everybody wasn't you know like doing this. Yeah. But uh, but it's also cool to be able to have these kinds of conversations. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, it's sort of yin yang in it. It is. You know. It is. It's like having a love-hate relationship with uh, social media. (laughs) (laughs) With your wife, yeah. (laughs) With anyone, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm just as guilty. I mean, I'm I'm always, like, cursing social media, but then on the radio shows, I'm asking everyone to go on social media and follow our stuff, so. (laughs) It's like a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. You need it, unfortunately. Gentlemen, I feel like I've taken up too much of your time. Yeah, man, we're going to let you go. Thank you. Thank been you, great sir. great chatting to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. When does um, this air? Um, I'll let you know. Probably okay. in two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, well, it might be this week, actually. It depends if I can get my bum into gear. Future selves or selves from the past. We love you. Thank you for having us. I'll let you know. It might be this Sunday. That sounds great. That sounds When's your great. video coming out Friday? Music video coming out Friday. Okay, and I'll uh, tag it on the end of this. That sounds awesome. Peace. Thank you, brother. Love you guys. The first out. Yes. Take care, guys. Thanks for having us. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.